Hey there, you're listening to the Dream Hustle Podcast with me, your host, Shana Rucker. This is the podcast where I share all the juicy details about how I build an online business and personal brand while raising a family of three teens, being a wife, feeding the dog, and somehow finding the time to get all the things done. Welcome to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the Dream Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Rucker, and today I'm coming at you with a little bit of a different message. Um, Normally I'm on here and I usually am talking about business and inspiration and um, taking action, and today I'm actually going to be sharing a personal story and more of a public service announcement than anything, just over an experience we had last week, and I really think that this message is important to share because last week, I'll just tell you, I'll start just by what happened. So last week, well, actually, not even last week, you guys, you know, we've all been in lockdown thanks to coronavirus. And I know in our house, we have a 18 year old, a 16 year old and a 10 year old. And the teenagers, especially of, you know, in the beginning, it wasn't so bad. But after about a month or so of, of being home and not really, really being able to see their friends, you know, outside of zoom calls and things like that, they were really getting frustrated and they were mentally, they weren't taking it very well. And I think that's normal. Um, I think that, you know, teenagers, they're meant to, you know, be social. That's that's their whole thing, right? They they are very social beings, as you know, we know. And I've been a teenager before and I know, you know, what I, my social life was like when I was 18 years old. And so because of their mental health is just as important to me as their their physical health, we started to loosen some of the guidelines a bit as far as where our kids could go and what they could do. And, and we started letting them hang out in small groups. And as we sort of loosened our grips on the rules, you know, our kids were fully taking advantage of it, right? So going out, uh, you know, my son would go out at night and go hang out with his buddies and and uh, he might be gone a couple nights a week and they would go to the basketball court and play basketball and my mind at that point was kind of like playing basketball you kind of are all touching the basketball and stuff but I was like okay Shana they have to get back to somewhat of a bit of a normal life so if the numbers are going down it's going to be fine and so we had a few weeks of just like lighter rules you know because it just seemed to be the state of the world the numbers were going down and it the risk seemed lower and then this past week, um, we actually had a bit of a COVID scare. So um, my son on Wednesday of this past week uh, started not feeling well. On Wednesday morning, he said his stomach wasn't feeling well. He just overall was tired and just, just didn't feel well. And he was in bed most of the day. And he had some stomach upset. And, and at dinner time, he actually even threw up. Uh, he wasn't feeling well. And he sat in the bathroom for a bit. And... He went upstairs to bed and I checked on him. I can't remember exactly what time, but whatever time it was in the evening, I checked on him and he actually had started to spike a fever. And he was at about 100 and I want to say 100.8 maybe. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I know it was over 100. And I started freaking out. (laughs) Not literally on the outside, but inside. I was like, oh shit, here we go. And so I gave him some Tylenol and told him to get some sleep because his body was a bit achy, he said, and he just overall wasn't feeling that well. So after I got him comfortable, I went downstairs and and chatted with one of my friends who's a a nurse, and she's been in the front line with the COVID stuff. And I messaged her, and I just said, you know, here's what's happening, and what do you think? And she said, I told her the symptoms, and he had 
you know, out of the symptoms he had, like those were all upset stomach, um, diarrhea, just going to be totally TMI here for you, but vomiting, fever, lethargic, tired, you know, body aches, those were all signs, symptoms of COVID. Basically, the advice from my friends were to just keep an eye on him and tomorrow, the next day, take him in and get him tested and to be sure, right? Because it sounds like it is. And then also to keep him in quarantine so that he doesn't, if he is COVID, that it doesn't affect the rest of the family. And so that night we didn't sleep. (laughs) I did not sleep. My daughter was anxious. My youngest son was anxious thinking about what if Jack has it. Jason and I were thinking about, oh my gosh, what if we all have it? How are we going to function? You know, we've got three kids and and us two and like how are we going to take care of each other if we're all going to come down with this around the same time and it was really scary to think about it was really scary to think about and you know you hear the stories and I as much as I don't watch the news too much I do keep myself informed so I'd heard of stories of people getting fairly sick and being in the hospital and just thinking about just all of the things like just so many different scenarios were going through our heads And it was really scary. And luckily, I've had some really great mindset training um, from my mindset mentor, Danielle Amos. And just knowing what I know from my mindset training, it was focusing only on the outcome you want, the outcome that you want, which is health. And so I kept being grateful in my mind when my mind would start racing. I would be grateful for our health. I'd be grateful that Jack, you know, his test came back negative. I'd be, I was grateful for, I was feeling gratitude for the situation as I wanted it, which was, was just pure health, nothing else. And it's crazy because like the minute, you know, your, your family's health comes into play, nothing else matters. The, the business doesn't matter. The, you know, the post you were supposed to do that day that didn't get done doesn't matter. Like none of that stuff matters when it comes, like at the end of the day, your health is the most important thing. I'm sitting outside in my backyard right now, if you hear those birds in the background. So none of that stuff mattered. And I was using my mindset to just envision health and just envision us not having to deal with that. And every time I caught myself going down a rabbit hole, I would just stop myself and start thinking of just different things I'm grateful for. And the good news is, is the next morning, Jack was totally fine. So I checked on him and he said he felt much better. I tested his temperature. He did not have a fever. Um, the very next day, like he said, he got up and he showered and we still treated him like he had it. So he was still quarantined for the day. And then that afternoon we went and got the test. We went to the testing facility and uh, went through that process. And I got the test as well because I was the one taking care of him. And I also just didn't want him to go through that on his own. I just wanted to be there with him and do it with him. And so we we both went. And that was a real big eye-opener for him too. And here's the thing. The teens have been on us. Like, I'm not going to lie. They've been wanting to go out. They have put definitely some pressure on us to be wanting to see their friends. And as a parent, like, you want them to be happy. You want them to you know, have their friends, you want them mentally to be okay during all of this stuff. But after both of us going through that process of going down to the testing facility and seeing the nurses that are working just tirelessly there, just going through all the people that were coming in the doors and testing and all the stuff, you know, Jack, he even said to me that day, he's like, mom, he's like, I realize how serious this is. Like, this is not a joke. Like, I get it now. And so he's fine. His test came back negative. Thank goodness. And so did actually mine hasn't come back yet, but I haven't had any symptoms, but I'm pretty sure I'm negative too. But anyways, it really opened us both up to the fact of how serious this really is. We're not just talking about a cold or even like a couple days of having the flu. Like 
this could potentially be, you know, two, three weeks of being like laid out. You know, some people, like I said, end up in the hospital and all those things. And after seeing that facility and how serious those nurses were taking the cleaning procedures, like they were sanitizing after each person they sat down with, they were sanitizing their hands, taking off their gloves, sanitizing their hands, sanitizing their computers, putting new gloves back on, sanitizing their tables, sanitizing the chairs. There were, there were workers at this facility that were, their job was just to sanitize tables and chairs as people got up from the tables. Like they were taking this very seriously and I'm like, they wouldn't be taking this so seriously if it was just, you know, like the flu or if it was just like a cold virus. Like there's a, a, a risk here for serious illness and they were in full gear and all the things. It really, you know, was a big wake-up call for our family to realize how serious this virus is. And it came at a, at a time where I live in, in Ontario. Our province is just opening up. We're just opening up our restaurants, patios are open, the mall is now open, you know, stores and hair salons and all that stuff has, has recently opened. And it's all great. I have friends who own businesses and I'm so glad to see them open and being able to start earning money again and start getting their businesses back on track. And that makes me super happy. And with that being said, after what we went through with Jack and being at the facility, it's so important for us as a society to protect ourselves, to wear our masks, to make sure we're washing and sanitizing our hands. Because I'll tell you this, even though Jack thing came back negative and he doesn't have it. And I knew the next day when he started feeling better, I felt so much relief in that because I figured if he did have it, he would still be fairly sick. Just that moment, that evening of thinking that he did have it, you guys, it was not fun. It was not fun thinking about how we were going to maneuver the next three weeks as a family. And what if, you know, Jason or I landed in the hospital and what if like all the things went through my head and that in itself was horrible that I can't even imagine what it would be like to actually have somebody who does get it and all of us potentially getting it and how we would maneuver that. I know we would get through it, but I don't want to have to think about that. And so as the world starts reopening, like it's our, like I think of my friend who owns her hair salon, I would be fully in masks and as much protective gear as possible to protect myself, but also to protect them, protect her to protect the people who are opening the stores and, and who are serving people on patios and things like that. Like we drove downtown to check out the patios to see what was going on downtown, not to go in, but just to see how, you know, things were going downtown with everything being reopened. And there were lots of people who did not have masks, lots of people who were not social distancing, lots of interactions. And to me, I look at that and I think this is far from over. It's far from over. The virus is still out there. I don't care how many cases are being reported. I know the numbers are going down, but the virus is still out there. And us being in these social situations now without protecting ourselves is going to, I think, create a, definitely a second wave. And that scares the shit out of me, to be honest, because after going through what we went through last week, as minor as it may seem, and as even though he didn't have it and it was just a stomach bug of some sort, that... I would say 12-ish to 24 hours of thinking that he did have it and what would we do if that were the case, that was hell. And I wouldn't want anybody to have to go through that but for real, you know, and have to actually maneuver that. And so it's so, so important to 
each for each of us to do our part, for each of us to make sure that we are taking the safety precautions that we need to so to stop the spread of this. That's just my message right there. And we sat down as a family and we re-evaluated our rules of what we, uh, what's okay and what's not okay, who's considered part of our social circle and who isn't. Now that we understood the realities of what this could potentially be for our family, how do we want to maneuver? And we, we made that plan together as a family. Kids each decided on who their you know bubble would look like, who would be included in that. We all had to agree on it, when and how often they could see each other and what the rules are when they see each other. We came to an agreement and um, we had that before, but it was, you know, like, it, it just seemed like because the world was opening up, it just seemed like, well, things are getting better, right? But are they? Like, I, I, I don't know. I can't say that for sure. I mean, I'm no expert in this COVID thing, but I can just tell you from my experience and how I felt thinking that we may have had it last week. I, I never want or would want anybody I know to have to experience that feeling just in that that anxiety zone and uh, it wasn't fun so if this message helps you to think about your own rules to sit down with your family and think about what are your rules now that things are open up and how you can work to protect yourself and to protect others having the proper masks and sanitizer and you know washing your hands and making sure you're staying the six feet apart when you are visiting and all of those things that's what's going to help get rid of this you know we're all tired of it we're all tired of this pandemic thing and I want everything to be open and I want to get life back to as much of the way it was as as before but I'm willing to hang tight for another two three months if I have to in order to have our freedom back in hopefully by the fall versus having this thing hang around and have another second wave and, and be dealing with this in a year from now Anyways, I just thought that story was important. I wanted to share it, and hopefully that helps you in figuring out what, what you should be doing as a family and learning from our experience. So, all right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you guys so much for listening. And before you go, total side note, now I'm going to talk business now that we <laughs> shared that. I have my 4C Formula webinar coming up this Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am inviting all my friends onto my Zoom to learn from me and my four easy steps to getting a business started online. If you've been thinking about starting an online business, if you've been, you know, with all this stuff that's been going on in the world, you see the, the potential of having an information business, of being able to share what you know online and have that stream of income that doesn't depend on somebody else and that you can work from home. You guys, my 4C Formula Masterclass that I'm hosting on Wednesday is going to teach you the four main steps to getting started online. And these are tangible steps, you guys, that you can start implementing right away. There's a workbook. I'm going to walk you through it. There's all kinds of great takeaways in this masterclass. So if you or somebody you know want to jump in, you can just go to shanarecker.com forward slash masterclass. Register. There will be a replay if you can't join us live in my Zoom room. There will be a replay that gets sent out. So just register and that way you'll get the replay even if you can't make the live. And I can't wait to share with you guys how you can create a revenue stream from home. And I'll have to say, you know, with everything that was going on last week with Jack and thinking we might have this, the one thing that I never worried about for a second was money. I never worried about that for a second because I've created two online businesses right now that both have uh, aspects of residual income. And I knew that even if I were gonna be out for a month, our bills would still be covered. Everything would still be okay. And I'm grateful for that. And I can teach you guys how to do the same. So 
join the masterclass. It's Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you go to shanyarecord.com forward slash masterclass and also the link is in the show notes. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.